But hey, you know, since we're here, be for everyone. <laughs> That's for some people. You know, we really should do a Patreon, and we should have we should just have an extended pre and post show. <laughs> You'd catch all of Terry's um, not so clean words. <laughs> a bag of walnuts, okay? A bag. Of- wow. But that's not all. <laughs> anyway, we should get going. That sounds funny. You can send us an email at the TSF I'm happy to be here. Don't pick your nose. Pick your Podcast. All right, everybody. All right. That is the podcast. That sounds funny. And we are coming at you today on the week of May 16th, 2023. We are in season three, show 29, episode 132. Uh, we are two blind brothers and a blind sister who tell it the way we see it. I am your host, Keith, and joined with me are... Oh, Terry. Hmm. <laughs> Jill. <laughs> the constantly Terry. sleepy Terry. You know, it is a time of the day where Terry likes to take a nap. So <laughs> if you hear snoring, or, or as he does a face plant on his keyboard, and you hear. <laughs> <laughs> I had to That's unplug my mouth. <laughs> here accidentally. Well. Hey, yeah, uh, this is a little bit later in the day. We had to. Uh, have some doctor appointments this afternoon, which we did last week too. But we just, I just couldn't get things together in time to get things fired up. So, fortunately, we we're able to do our compilation episode, which I thought turned out actually pretty well. Yeah. Um, I think I, used... I got bonus words from me last week. Yeah. And, but I think I used up all my archive stuff. I think I might have one thing left over but uh, anyway we like to start up here with a little bit of what's new does anyone have a question i don't know what you're talking about but it sounds interesting a little bit of reading watching doing lately or classic funny family story whatever you want to talk about i got a couple Hmm. i found out you know our apple watches they count our steps Well, for my birthday, my daughter, one of my daughters brought me over a bag of yarn, and it was a big 55-gallon bag full of yarn. But Mm. some of it was not a full skein, and they were tangled up, so I was rolling yarn that day. And at the end of the day, I checked my steps, and it said, I had 20,000 steps. (laughs) There's no yarn (laughs) reminding No way I could have walked that many steps or I would be dead. I usually don't walk more than 5,000, probably less than that every day. But yeah, it was because of rolling yarn. <laughs> wow. Kind of all those, how many laps does it take to roll a ball of yarn? The wise old owl would probably know. Yeah. <laughs> Have you sat on your kid's drum set playing the drums? Dum, 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 or uh-huh. some yarn or... Terry's coming and going again. Yeah. The volume. Back up here on my desk. Can you hear me the now? The volume's going down and up. Yeah, that, last time it was a lot better. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm- hey, I do have uh, something. 
uh, over the weekend, and of course, it's Mother's Day for all of you happy mothers out there. Well, I happened to see the newest headline through our KMOV app. Yeah, now you're I'm trying, I was just hmm? you're echoing. <laughs> I was just trying to find it because uh, the the headline was something along the lines of crime spikes for violent Mother's Day weekend. And I thought, how dare those violent mothers? <laughs> violent mothers were all so violent. <laughs> those violent mothers are making a crime spike out there, which of course is not funny at all. But uh, the the headline I thought was kind of funny <laughs> the way it was worded. Yeah, so it is funny. All those violent mothers out there swatting kids' bottoms. <laughs> I guess. They, making they them eat their it. vegetables. <laughs> they, deserve, they deserve that. Yeah. You got to be careful. Somebody might call DCFS on you. <laughs> now, if you're a violent mother, they won't. I'm a violent mother. I knew how to use this paddle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's all I got with this stuff. I thought that was a funny headline. Yeah. You got anything funny, um, Terry? <laughs> um. I did, but I forgot. Um, but I'm trying to get my swim pool together. But it's like I, I saw some other funny headlines this morning off of my Fox News app. I, I didn't have time to write them down, but I thought that was kind of funny too. <laughs> Again, the the news wasn't funny; just the way the wording was funny. Yeah, my other funny one I was telling you a while ago about my new neck fan that I got. Oh yeah, and I usually wear a ponytail, so it's no problem for me to wear because I do have longer hair. But my little granddaughter found out she wanted to wear it, and it somehow sucked her hair in. <laughs> gave her a haircut. Gave her a real quick haircut. It didn't take off a lot of hair, but it just she goes put it just on a, and started screaming, "Help! Make it stop!" How do I just a few off? strands make it say, "Oh." Yeah. So then we had to turn it off and. We wiggled her hair out, and then she goes. She ran her fingers through her hair and pulled out a, a glob of hair that was yanked out of her head. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so I was. So uh, I, hmm? I was gonna say I was just watching. Uh, I finished up watching the old Fresh Prince of Bel Air shows on uh, on my Sarah app. And I was looking around, I go, oh, well, here's another one they start through out there, you know, the the first season of the, the TV show Family Matters with Urkel oh. and everything. I haven't yeah. got watching into it yet, but I downloaded like Quantum Leap. I'm still watching Star Trek Next Generation, but. Is Quantum Leap the new one or the old one? Do you know? It's the newer one. The new one. Oh, oh. it's okay. We watched an episode or two of that on TV. Yeah. So how's that compared to the old one? Of this? I mean, well, it's of course pretty... they have they have a woman, Ziggy. Is that what his name was? The guy that always helped. Right, the, would help. the guy right. with the computer that was like a hologram or something. Yeah, yeah. that's now a the hologram. Yeah, she's it's a woman helping the guy, but yet it was supposed to be a woman who was the leaper, but yet. It turned out this guy did it, and he wasn't supposed to, but he did. And so he's trying to get back. And then the thing was, was in season two, it was going to be that way to where he stayed there, and then the woman would end up leaping. But I haven't quite got A leapfrog. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they should have named that show. <laughs> they have one That's season, funny. he's a leaper. One season, she's a leaper. Back and forth. Like the, the first season, well, the first season had like eight episodes and now this does season one 
part two where it's got like episode nine through uh, I forget what it is maybe about 22 yeah something like that but and so uh, you know it's something different you know this new show but uh, I was I know I I guess I knew they had a new one but I've never seen it though don't think yeah I kept missing it on TV because they did a reboot thingy or re new love love boat they did a fantasy oh. island and you know and stuff but the love boat wasn't like the old love boat it was more yeah. like a game show of matching up uh, right. dating it's like people dating. Oh, it's like bachelorette for gay people huh i don't know right. if they were so, gay or not we only watched about five minutes and when it came on and that's what it was i was like i don't want to watch another one of these kind of shows oh. <laughs> like bachelorette or now they have the farmer needs a bride. <laughs> the farmer yeah, needs a bride. That. But does a cheese still stand alone? <laughs> <laughs> I guess if he squirt parts it out there, it might stand alone. <laughs> wow. You know, I, I know sometimes people criticize remaking TV shows because, oh my gosh, we have to do it all in an entirely black cast or something, or an entirely Hispanic cast or whatever, or all women instead of all men. It's like, you know, as long as uh, th- that's not critical to the story, I really don't care. No. But, like, but like, if you're going to have uh, a story that was originally like, you know, uh, Swiss Family Robinson as a Swiss family. Well, you would expect it to be all you know, Swiss people, or at least you know, white actors doing the parts. Which cheese. Uh, oh. yeah, but <laughs> if there was a remake that had an entirely, you know, black lesbian cast, I'm like, no, that's a cheeky. <laughs> no, no, no. That would be a totally different movie. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be. Maybe it wouldn't be the Swiss family Robinson. It'd be the Swahili family Robinson. <laughs> uh-huh. But, you know, sometimes they do that, they'll they'll just stretch it to put in some new gender-bending thing. Those I don't like. But if it's not crucial to the actual story, then, hey, whatever. Yeah. We should move on. Yeah, we probably should. We can around way too long. (laughs) Guys, loony. They're dignified, sophisticated gentlemen. Shall we do a topic, or... Sure, let's do a random topic. One, our loneliest number would be icebreakers. I actually kind of combined uh, icebreakers, so the, the 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 would you rather's and the regular straight up questions are kind of lumped together. Um, but let's see. I got my list opened up here. And I'm trying to find uh, what's today. Today's we said was what the 16th. Mm-hmm. So let us try this question here. Uh, would you rather spend the next year exempt from all taxes or have a one month paid vacation? Oh. Wow. The whole year paying no taxes. I guess that would include sales tax. Hmm. You go buy your Snickers bar, no tax. <laughs> I would like the vacation because we're used to paying taxes anyway. So that's something that's there. But going on a month vacation, 
Especially if it was somewhere nice. I mean, if I'm just going to go Beaver no. Dam, no. <laughs> you got to spend a month camping at Beaver Dam in a tent. <laughs> a tent. In a pup tent, cooking off of a charcoal grill. Yeah. Mm. That's a um, vacation. Yeah. I, I would probably, I would be up in the air about that. I mean, uh, saying no taxes would be kind of nice. Uh, but yeah, maybe a paid vacation somewhere. Just have somebody just foot the bill on it and just take off yeah, for the month. Somewhere nice for a month and yeah, head out to see Las Vegas or or do some skiing up in Colorado or go down to Tijuana or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, would you rather have the best house in a bad neighborhood or the worst house in a good neighborhood? Hmm. I know my answer. <laughs> the best house in a bad neighborhood. You, you can live in East St. Louis. You're going to have the biggest slumlord house apartment in the, in the whole place. Or you can live in like oh Fairmont Edition up there in Alton and have like the little you know mother-in-law shack somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a hard one because if you live in a shack in a nice place, then people are not going to like you very much. But if you live in a nice house in a yucky neighborhood, then people will probably end up tearing up your house, stealing everything from you. Yeah, yeah. I I would go for the security of being in a nice neighborhood, even if it was. Uh, the mother-in-law shack uh, down at the corner because it's a nice neighborhood. It's secure. There's not going to be any crime. It's going to be well cared for. And, and granted, that may be the lowliest house there, but you live in a secure, comfortable place. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you live on the you know, George Jefferson penthouse downtown slum Detroit or something. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> I, I I would go for the being having the nice and secure environment. Uh, yeah. yeah. That, that reminds me of me. I'll be living in a dumpster in heaven. <laughs> you remember nice. our granny's house when we were growing up? Hers was the little shack in the nice neighborhood. <laughs> Who? Granny, granny Helmsley. Yeah. Oh. oh yeah. Seemed that way. Um. Would you rather be filthy rich and live 400 years ago or be poor and live today? Now, I would have to say poor by what standards? <laughs> yeah. If you're poor by American standards, uh, that's one thing because even people on welfare live better in America than they do in some third world countries. Right. So if you're gonna be poor by oh Ecuadorian standards or <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, or you could be filthy rich, but living four hundred years ago, that we we're talking about the sixteen hundreds, so it's like King James era. So you could live during the time of King James, but you could be as rich as a king. <laughs> yeah, but they didn't have all the immunization. They didn't have AC. They didn't have indoor plumbing. 
<laughs> their their high tech medical was leeches. Ooh, I think I'll live today. They they were still fighting off the bubonic plague, I think, back then. But you could go back in time and with your wealth you could invent everything and become even richer. <laughs> well yeah. Have you have read that book, uh, Connecticut Yankee and King Arthur's Court? That's pretty much what it's about. You can get that bicycle like Gilligan and pedal it and have the fans turning. Mm. There we go. You can have a, your, your slave ride ride the bicycle for you. Cool me off there, slave. Faster. Uh, yeah, I, I honestly think being poor today would be much better than being rich years ago. Now, of course, being rich years ago, I mean, you'd, you'd have the best comfort available. Yeah. You got to remember that even kings in their palaces, they didn't have central air. <laughs> uh, and so true. even more people today, you know, at least enjoy the benefits of those inventions. Uh, one more here. Would you rather be gossiped about continuously or never talked about at all? Well... Gossip about me all you want. <laughs> this is something good. I good suppose it was as long as it was good gossip. <laughs> People do that on me all the time anyway. If I'm, I mean, by good gossip, I mean beneficial things. Like, can you believe how much money that guy has in his bank account? Can you believe how, <laughs> how many degrees he has from college? Can you believe how smart and rich that guy is? You can tell rumors <laughs> like that about me all day long. I'll take that. Yeah. Gossip on those things. But unfortunately, gossip is not be that Can you believe that guy running around on his wife? And can you believe that girl? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah, I, I think in that case, I would just don't say anything. Just leave me alone. <laughs> Keep me out of your weird, funky fantasies. No. I'd rather be obscure than gossiped about stuff. There you go. <laughs> And that's all I have to say about that right there, as Forrest Gump might say. There has never been, and there never will be again, such a brain as mine. <laughs> There's something frightening about it. Frightening and fascinating. That's perfect. Uh, which means we are about ready for some news. Yeah. Wow. I bet Terry's got some stories for us. Um, yeah. <laughs> I have in Florida, Florida story, a semi crashed and spilled out over one million bees. <laughs> and so, bees were out everywhere covered the cars the, the bees and, and Wayne the Pooh is nowhere in sight <laughs> killer bees where is that um, honey tree <laughs> on highway 76 I think it is they, they had somebody come to uh, wrangle them all up anyway <laughs> I don't know how you'd wrangle them up, though. They'd be little tiny lassos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> little tiny cowboys on little tiny horses. 
People have lots of nice, nice smelling flowers. Here are the bees. Oh, they had the Florida Highway Patrol said the highway was closed. Seven by by seven thirty in the morning, they were able to get dozens of beekeepers to come and you know gather them up, whatever. But oh yeah, you still had a store like that before. No, you you mentioned that. Well, they had to do that, have beekeepers come out. They probably had yeah. smoke and then calmed them all down. And Everybody light up if you got them. Yeah. <laughs> what were they smoking, man? <laughs> um, those bees were sure buzzing, all right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the buzzing of the bees and the cigarette trees, the soda water fountain, where the lemonade springs and the bluebird sings in that big rock candy mountain. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, we're not sure. Nobody knows yet why there's spaghetti, macaroni, and ziti, I think it said. Zita. Huh. Just cooked and drained, dumped out there. Put in the river, huh? Yeah, somebody named Jockno Witz. Um, she went and found all this pasta, and um, they had the street company come and haul the noodles away. I would think they could just feed them to animals. I wouldn't think they would be able to sell them, but yeah, I mean, pasta is just you know, flowers. <laughs> yeah, we're probably gonna make an animal feed. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, the, the police are supposed to be it? investigating why, you know, who, why and who would have dumped so much pasta there. And I wonder if it involved aliens. Yeah. There was a pasta abduction. <laughs> <laughs> there was an impasta. <laughs> they they ab abducted the Chef Boyardee. <laughs> and they left behind an impasta. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, something like that. That's about all there was. And it was just kind of odd that there was that much pasta dumped and nobody knows who did it. <laughs> well, if it's like our house, it was not me or I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or not mine. It's got to be one of those three. I don't know. Not me. <laughs> I don't know. And not me. <laughs> or not mine. Not my pasta. <laughs> A uh, RoboCop? No, RoboDog. In New York, uh, the officials unveiled high-tech police uh, uh, tools, including a robot dog that critics called creepy. <laughs> That's not a very nice name for a dog. Come here, creepy. <laughs> uh, other robotic equipment uh, included uh, GPS tracker for stolen cars. Now, isn't it too late to put a GPS tracker on it if it's already been stolen? <laughs> a yeah. GPS. Uh, but uh, 
but yeah, it goes on to describe more about the, this is a whole variety of high tech uh, AI type of uh, police equipment because they're, you know, of course, trying to defund the police there in New York because they're just so working out so well. Uh, they are vowing to bring in more of these robotic uh, devices. Now, I my my thought on this was, uh, you, you have canine police, but how would it work out with a canine robo dog? <laughs> Sticky. Wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd probably have more to do with less lives, you know, and danger. People yeah. worry about dogs and policemen, but if you send in a robotic dog, nobody's going to cry too much if it gets blown up or <laughs> shot at or anything. But uh, the, the dog will be deployed in like rescue situations for. You know, I guess like you know, Timmy fell in the well. They send a dog in to get him or whatever. <laughs> that kind of a thing. Uh, it's interesting, but it just I thought it was kind of funny. They have Robo Dog, and what's next? Pretty soon they will have a Robo Cop. Well, you think they'll ever have a Robo Guide Dog? Yeah, a Robo Guide Dog. They have They have actual people, Android people, in Japan robot assistance well i I've, i have heard of the concept it's been years ago about having a robo guide dog and of course if you're a you know a dog person or you're a big aficionado of guide dogs like dude no way but with personal experience with the guide dog honestly sometimes i think a, a robot would be better <laughs> yeah you would because, have to feed it or pick up its messes or <laughs> I mean, a, a, a dog can get you from point A to point B, but if you're lost, you can't ask your dog, okay, now where are we? I don't know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's just happy to be there. But if you had a GPS robo dog, you could say, okay, super robo dog, where are we? Uh, or, or So in some ways, it could be better. Uh, you wouldn't have kids kind of, hey, can I pet your robo dog? <laughs> clink, 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 clink. <laughs> One place you wouldn't want to be is on this airplane. Um, some people, um, they, they, a, a flight was delayed for three hours because some of those bees were congregating on the airplane wing. The whole wing was covered with bees and the flight was delayed. They wouldn't let the people board the plane. Um, I gave you love as sweet as honey. My life, my soul, and all my money. You didn't seem to realize. They are. Right. The bees uh, just wanted to go on vacation. Does, does it have a quick, easy solution of that one, Terry? <laughs> yeah. They uh, they wouldn't let beekeepers touch the wing. They wouldn't let them touch the plane because they can't do that before takeoff. And so 
the pipe pest control couldn't come, they wouldn't let pest control come to spray so the pilot of the plane said well i'll just crank up the motor that and so the plane's engine cranked up and they all f- started flying away. They sucked all the bees in, lubricated all the moving parts inside there. So <laughs> if you were flying Delta on that day, <laughs> it was a Delta flight the bees were attracted to. But I don't know if it was the same bees from the other story I did, but I thought it was funny that the same stories came out in the same week. <laughs> so. Anyway. Yeah, I wonder what would have drawn the bees to it in the first place. That's kind of weird. Don't you know I cry night after night? Just one kiss before you go. Don't ever come back no more. Now, baby, there's no need of crying. I'm sick and tired of your life. Yeah, and I didn't have any really strange um, emails, but I did have this one to tell you how to pick a good watermelon. How to pick a good watermelon. So since we've been doing a lot of gardening ones, I figured this will help people with their garden if you have watermelons or any kind of melon, I'm sure. Like picking one from the grocery store? Oh, the grocery store, out of your garden. How to tell if they're sweet, it says. Oh, okay. You're supposed to make sure that they're uniform and shaped all the way around and don't have any dents or cracks. They got their buttons all buttoned, covered down the line. Their hats are on at the proper angle, that kind of uniform. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little neckerchief like the Boy Scouts who are wrapped around it. And you're supposed to look for a watermelon with a nice, even field spot. And a field spot is where it lays when it's growing on the ground. It's on the bottom, and it's usually yellowish or white. So you had to pick them up and look at their bottoms, huh? Wow. Yeah. Like a little baby. And if it's still green, the uh, field spot, then it's not a ripe watermelon yet. So you want it to have a lighter color. Yeah, I, I could have and... imagine that. Examine it closely. Tap it thump, thump. with your knuckle. Tap, tap anybody in there. And if it sounds empty, it's a sign that it's ripe. All right. If it's dull or unlevel when you tap on it, it could be an overripe watermelon. Hmm. And the shiny skin watermelon is proof that it is a ripe watermelon. All righty. Yeah. And if it's nice and, and if it's nice and thick, it's or heavy, you know, it's got a lot of uh, watermelon in it. Huh? Yeah, this, well, this being the, the last official week of school here, at least, I mean, it's, you know, summer is uh, going to be in full swing, so it's good to know how to pick a watermelon. Yep, and it says that seedless watermelons are usually the best, they're the most sweet 
like how do you say it most sweet or best most, most sweet sweetest. <laughs> <laughs> the sweet horrific <laughs> well we'll mix something up <laughs> so that's a few ways and you're supposed to smell the stem and make sure that it smells nice like a melon and <laughs> let me sniff your stem <laughs> let me sniff your little stem there gotta check your bottom sniff your stem <laughs> Who's got the baby wipes? Uh, this one needs a change. Yeah. <laughs> it's a few ways to pick a good watermelon or how to know if it's ripe enough in your garden to pick it. And it, I would assume it would work on any kind of melon, a honeydew or cantaloupe or. Yeah, I, I would think so. A lot of that would apply across the board. Yeah. Of course, you know, different melons have different textures, like, you know, watermelons or honeydews are probably smooth and cantaloupes are rough, but. This story I can kind of relate to because, you know, of course, we have our, our bowling alley and inside the bowling alley, we have little uh, video gaming machines and stuff. Mm -hmm. And one of those machines happens to be a claw machine. And I just want to say all that to say it wasn't my machine and it wasn't any kids I know about. But a boy, 13, gets stuck climbing into a claw machine <laughs> for a prize. 13? 13-year-old boy got stuck. Wow. To a claw machine. Now, he must have been on the smallish side. Or maybe he would just wanted that toy that bad. I don't know. <laughs> that's where i can see him getting his arm stuck in there but his whole body oh. or how much of him was in there uh his... he he was hoping to score a prize is the reason why he climbed into it wow uh, and uh, the boy was alerted uh, to the cops about being in, stuck in the machine and uh, the Help. medical response team that showed up. <laughs> Help me. I'm stuck. Help. Was treated and released, I guess, from their care, not necessarily from the claw machine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you just put some more quarters in and let the claw grab him. Is all I got to say about that. They probably <laughs> take the machine apart to get him out, didn't they? No, I, I think in the end, he actually was charged. Uh, he was trying to illegally break into the machine and steal stuff out of it. Uh, yeah, attempted theft is they actually picked him up. Uh, so, but yeah, that is stuff was funny. A kid tries to climb in there to get a toy. <laughs> there must have been some awesome toys. Yeah, must have been. <laughs> Well, I have a funny criminal story of, well, stupid criminals, funny criminals. Anyway, in California, the police were called to a couple kids. A 911 call came in, and a couple kids were fighting. And when the police arrived at the softball field, it was a couple of goats that were fighting. <laughs> a couple of kids. And they were fighting, and okay, well, they were fighting in the not football field, the 
softball field. Police were called. The police came in there and two goats. That's that's about all to the story. I was like, kids a were fighting on the ball field. What else is you? new? <laughs> it was a couple of kids yeah. fighting. A couple Man. kids were fighting. Yeah, the other kids yeah, wouldn't let them play baseball with them. It's like Rudolph. They would have let poor <laughs> Billy Goats play at the little baseball games. They were probably out there mowing the grass. And oh, because they, they were fighting. They were, you, got, you got a bigger mouth of grass than I got. No, I didn't. Good night, friend. But it turns out uh, that in North Carolina, a uh, a criminal who is fleeing after a traffic stop uh, uh, jumped out of his car in the middle of nowhere, basically. And ran through a pasture. The cops were so far behind him that they didn't see exactly where he went. But as they were standing there by the car, the herd of cows in the field camp to them. All of us, Timmy's in the well. Criminals over here. And and so the cows led the cops to the criminal. And so now cops have to rethink, you know, how to use, you know, animals <laughs> to find the bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> have, a, have a cow with a badge. Moo. I'm Detective Friday. Moo. Max, <laughs> man. No bull. Moo. <laughs> I'm just out here with these cows. That's all I got. The cows help the cops find the bad guy. <laughs> In Colorado, um, in Colorado, a sewer truck spilled Uh-oh. this load of poop oh, on the gross. floor. <laughs> what a crappy driver. <laughs> Cars covered in poop, raw sewage, and Colorado State Troopers. The troopers need some pooper scoopers. Wow. <laughs> or a big roll toilet paper. They need that truckload <laughs> truck of toilet paper I did a long time ago, man. man. Uh, they, <laughs> the, so if you're driving was, through Colorado, that's not a mudslide. <laughs> it's a good thing the guy on the motorcycle avoided it. <laughs> Uh, wow! Guy on a motorcycle. <laughs> motorcycle. <said laughs> stuff was starting to spew out of the truck, and he zoomed past. You, you know what they're saying about you? You can tell a happy motorcyclist by the bucks in his teeth. <laughs> he, he, he smiles when he's driving. Yeah, you wouldn't be smiling that day. <laughs> no way! <Yeah>. <laughs> One guy says it. After a couple of days, he'd washed his car, and it still stunk like poop. After a couple of days. <laughs> Mm-hmm. He's just thankful his sunroof and windows were closed. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, be like what was that? Back to the Future, where they dumped that load of manure in the car oh, and, and Biff's car. <laughs> yeah, he had his top down. Yeah, so it all went inside. Ooh. Oh. A driver's dash cam co- had footage of the two lanes of the highway covered in poop. 
<laughs> wow. It, oh, they wow. didn't consider they didn't consider the hazmat situation. I find that hard to believe because you oh, think yeah. that would you know, it is, but there was closed for four days, they said, mm. to clean up the poop. Wow. They probably could have got a bunch of dung. Honestly, they had to have a bunch of dung beetles out there cleaning up the mess. (laughs) (laughs) That's all there is to that one. All right. Well, that's gross. Fortunately, then we can put put the the sewer truck behind us and move on to some (laughs) chills. Listen. There's been crazy people hanging around the studio all day. Yes, put that thing behind us. But there sure is something funny going on. The king ceremony where he was uh, inaugurated into coronation. Coronation, yeah, that's what it was called. Because I'm white and nerdy. Just because I'm white and nerdy. Oh, because I'm white and nerdy. So we got English words uh, this time. You'll think we don't speak English. These, we'll never guess them. Some of these are mm. really older words that are like from probably centuries ago. But this like, first one is Gryffindor. Do you know what a muffin walloper is? A muffin walloper? It's like, it's like uh <laughs> The, the the whack-a-mole only <laughs> it's like whack-a-mole only you do it in, in medieval baker shops <laughs> muffin walloper I, yeah. I can only imagine it has to do with baked bakery items <laughs> i agree <laughs> well you kind of are right about that i mean they see me mowing my front lawn It says here that a muffin walloper is a single old maid who gathers with other friends to chit chat so and eat tea and cakes. Oh, so an old spinster who spends time with other old spinsters are muffin wallopers. Yes. Okie dokie. So I guess that one makes some sense. An old English phrase or term, I guess you could call it. Pass the tea and crumpets. Let's see, what's this next one? Just too white and nerdy. Think I'm just too white and nerdy. Can't you see I'm white and nerdy? Look at me, I'm white and nerdy. Gas pipes. Gas pipe? <laughs> yeah. To go along with Terry's. That, um... That's a, that's an old English word. <laughs> that's what it says. Uh, yeah, somebody who has um a gas problem for eating too many beans. Um. <laughs> what did what'd you say? Eating yes. too many beans. Uh, too many don't beans. stand behind that. Don't stand behind that guy after um, <laughs> after that bean feast. <laughs> um, well, according know. to this, maybe it has to do with like a pipe organ. I don't know. Gas pipes are just. I wanna roll with the gangsters. Just too white and nerdy. A pair of tight fitting pants. What? 
tight-fitting tight-fitting pants. Tight-fitting pants. Skinny jeans, yes. Skinny jeans, gas pipe. I guess if they're skinny, you would your legs would be like pipes. I guess so. Gas pipes. That's to keep the gas in the pipes. (laughs) Those are big gas pipes, (laughs) as opposed to small gas pipes. Have you ever heard of a fly ring? A fly ring with this ring, I the wed. <laughs> it's awful small. Fly, flies give them to each other when they get married. A fly ring. Well, <laughs> your fly ring, uh, you can cover it with a hat. Oh, so like you have a little, a little tiny zipper on the front of your pants, and you have to have the ring on it so you can pull it up and down. No, 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 no. <laughs> not, not that, huh? That's what I was thinking, too. It's the top of your bald head. My MySpace page is all totally pimped out. Got people begging for my top eight spaces. Yo, I know pie to a thousand places. Ain't got no grills, but I still wear braces. Oh, okay. A landing area for flies to congregate. It's a, a fly landing zone. Huh? <laughs> That's what they used to call a bald head, a fly ring. Okay. I, I guess the bull ring is where you fight the bulls. So the yeah. flies, they fight it out for territory up there. <laughs> you too. Uh, Another word I got here is jiggle mug. I order all of my sandwiches with mayonnaise. I'm a whiz, a minesweeper, I can play for days. Once you see my sweet moves, you're gonna stay amazed. My fingers moving so fast, I'll set the place ablaze. <laughs> a giggle bug? I think I had one of those for a granddaughter. A jiggle mug. <laughs> a giggle mug. No, you put your jiggle. In it and it jiggles. A giggle or jiggle? Jiggle. Spell that, but it it kind of sounds the same. Jiggle, J J I G G L E, jiggle, like jiggle, jiggle. like Jello. Yeah. And is it a jug or a mug? Mug, mug, mug. mug is what they we, we would refer to your face, like you're mugging for the camera or something. Right, mug shot. Yeah, jiggly, jiggly mug there. You, you got, you got, face. yeah, you got some fat jolly cheeks. <laughs> well, we'll let you have this one because killer rap I haven't run at Pascal. Well, I'm number one. Do vector calculus just for fun. I ain't got a gap, but I got a soldering gun. It does say that it's got it's the smile, a jiggle mug, somebody that's delightful to be around. They would call them a jiggle mug. All right. Which the could be a jiggle mug. Which could be a, a giggle mug. mug. <laughs> They're could laughing be. at the fly ring. They're laughing yeah. at the fly ring. <laughs> Well, the flies are tickling my fly ring. How about Happy Days is my favorite theme song? I can sure kick your butt in a game of ping pong. I'll ace any trivia quiz you bring on. I'm fluent in JavaScript as well as Klingon. Have you heard Pot Snappery? <laughs> Pot Snappery. Pot Snappery. Pot Snappery. Yeah. I thought you said Sniffery. Snappery. <laughs> Sniff it's like pot pourri, but when you sniff it, then it's pot sniffery. <laughs> I don't know. Pot sniffery, sniffery. Well, pot, I mean, like you cook with. 
uh, or a flower pot. Flowers. Yeah. It has to do with flower pots and cooking pots. So I know. The stuff you put in the flower pots. <laughs> well, good. a pot snappery person, I don't know how you would say. I say, you see me roll on my segue. I know in my heart they think I'm wide and nerdy. Um, hot snapperish, I suppose. They Their thoughts don't align with what your thoughts are. So somebody to argue with, I suppose. Oh, they, have, they have a different point of view. So, yeah. so clearly they're wrong. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there, you got it. <laughs> Uh, this next little phrase is just too white and nerdy. Just too white and nerdy. Can't you see him white and nerdy? Look at me, I'm white and nerdy. Got the morns. And <laughs> got the more Morns. That kind of M O U R N S morns. So that kind of You're sad. Yeah. I got the blues. Yeah, just feeling sad. Bangers. Banger. Bangers and mash. Do you know what that is? And sausage uh, and potatoes. Yeah, yeah. No, that's some kind of a food. Yeah. Sausages. They call them bangers, it says, because back in World War II and meat shortages was happening, they added a lot of liquid to it and other fillers, and that made them bang and pop when they would cook them, the ah. sausages. Would crackle and pop, huh? Yeah. Like little sausage firecrackers. Yeah, there you go. I've been browsing, inspecting X-Men comics. You know I collect them. The pins in my pocket, I must protect them. My ergonomic keyboard never leaves me bored. Shopping online for deals on some writable media. I edit Wikipedia. You know what a barrister is? A banister? Barrister. Oh, yeah, it's a lawyer. Lawyer. <laughs> I'll say a banner, so you slide down. So it's a banister with a barrister. <laughs> the liar's going, wee! They still use that term still today, though. Yeah. That's why I said these are newer words because I didn't have very many of the old oh, words. Oh, I added oh, oh. three or four new words that just popped up. But yeah, it says barrister is a lawyer. But a barista is a coffee maker. <laughs> That's right. But but maybe a barrister is a, a, a lawyer for a bear. Oh, that's a good... Or not. Oh, a bonnet. Everybody knows what a bonnet is, right? I remember right, Holy Grail, really well. I can recite it right now. And have you R-O-T-F-L-O-L. A bonnet is the trunk. Yeah, it's not always something worn on the top of your head. Yeah. What you gonna do with all that junk, all that junk inside your bonnet? It doesn't sound the same. It's just totally different. Oh, you know what a chemist is in the English? Had a business doing websites. While friends need some code, who do they call? I do HTML for them all. Even made a homepage for my doll. Language? A chemist? A chemist. I would think a drug dealer or a pharmacist. <laughs> a pharmacist, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm white and nerdy. Just because I'm white and nerdy. All because I'm white and nerdy. Holy cow, I'm white and nerdy. I want to bowl with the gangsters. Going to the drug store. 
But there's a few English words. That was all of them that I did for this week because that puts us at 10. And we would like to stop right. with 10 words of the week. So that to mean something different on the other side of the pond, like queen means the royal female, and on America, it means a dude who thinks he's a woman. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or a rock band. Yeah. yeah, a rock band. Ah, there you are, Fatso. Come here to Mama and give her a great big hit. <laughs> anyway, it's time to roll into Terry's top ten. They all get the same careful testing for purity and potency. Top ten. All right. We have, through through high expense of our own, to get David Letterman in here. (laughs) (laughs) And I hope he doesn't sue us. Will be uh, late night's top ten words that almost rhyme with peas. Okay, number ten we have heats. Number nine is rice. Number eight is moss. Number seven we have ties. Well, you, Wait, it's a little late. What what happened? We were going to score this whole thing. For this was you, a little but... drum roll. Yeah. Where now? I lost my place. Where were? Oh, number seven is ties. Number. Number six is needs. Number five is lens. Number four is ice. Number three is kind of a surprise, nurse. Number two, we're getting very close now, is leaks. And the number one word that almost rhymes with peas, according to our poll, is meats. <laughs> There's a all right. Then yeah. we said, "Oh, that's stupid." <laughs> yeah, oh. it didn't make money. No, retard. They paying money for that. <laughs> well, they're more likely to scoff at the whole thing and put it down to imagination. That doc is a polite way of saying I'm unstable, mentally unbalanced. Oh, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I know, but they'll improve when I start whipping them into shape. Uh, with all then that, then. To our anchor topic. Yay. Yeah, it is anchor topic time. And this week is about communications. And, of course, communications uh, is how you well, communicate, uh, particularly you know, how do you write notes to yourself. You know, if you're going to take a, take a phone message, how would you write write it for yourself? Let's say someone wanted to get a hold of your you know, spouse or a son or a daughter. How would you write the note for them so that they could read it? Um, how would how might you do that? Um, I would probably just call and leave them a message on their phone if I had to write something. Because sometimes you pick up a pen and you think you're writing something and it doesn't, the pen don't work. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm not. Then, then you have your lines saying, hey, you know, you had a call from that one guy. You know, the thing that was about that, well, you know, the, the thing. <laughs> the thing about the one thing. They were wanting to talk to you about that, you know, whatever that was. <laughs> well, if you knew that the ink pen wrote, you could like, it's hard to do, but I would say you could, if you had, could put like your, 
If, it, if you weren't going to write very far down the, across the, the paper, you can put like your pinky there and write above your pinky and then get to the end of your pinky, then go under your pinky and then write the next part of the thing, you know, like that, you know, and to be spaced out. But Right, because the phone message is going to be fairly short anyway, probably a little more than who called and, and called back on this number. Right. Not, I mean, you could do something. Elaborate letter back, you know. Right. I mean that, or you know, you can grab like, if like I have an envelope here or something, you can grab an envelope and write across the top of it, put the put it on a piece of paper and use it for a guide to write a straight line anyway, you know. But and then maybe flip it over and, and you right. be under it. <laughs> no, of course they make but, all kinds of fancy accessibility devices like the clipboard as the. The bar that one. goes vertically down it, and it has a little, they call it a cursor that goes across to write the line on it. And it clicks down line by line. Those are really handy. I've got one somewhere. I have one of those. I also have a writing guide that you, you know, you can uh, paper clip the paper to it. And it's got all the lines cut out like a signature guide and you just write through there. But Right. Like a full page, every, every line is cut out. Another right. thing I happen to think about is because we recently had a little issue in our house where apparently some little grandkids would like to decorate the wall with artwork <laughs> <laughs> because their older sister liked to have them up in her room and she would allow them to write on the walls. So when they got back, sent back home, their parents were like, that's why they started writing on the walls again. <laughs> and so we, we came with this idea, would, would this paint the accent wall like you know like a whiteboard or a chalkboard and then if you whether you did that or whether you hung up a whiteboard or a chalkboard say next to your phone or a prominent place you could always walk right. over and if you had a piece of chalk or a grease pencil or you know something appropriate to mark on it you could yeah that's your, a good idea and there is you know there's who it's from there's a phone number when you're done take the eraser and wipe it off that could be a thing. If you could see. <laughs> well, even if you, you couldn't right. see, if it's a chalkboard, it's not like, you know, you're going to be writing in, in large letters anyway. You know, probably a couple inches tall letters. And just write across. Now, assuming there's not already a message written on there. That's what I mean. <laughs> but if it's erasable, it's like, you know, you just write on it. You, you just you keep it erased. Uh but this is a couple ideas how to communicate with other people who are other than yourself. Uh, I don't want to keep it too long, so I guess it's time to advance into our next segment. They teach that at school? Yeah, it's a lot of sissy stuff. Do we have any email? He's acting awful charming, though. Looks to me like he's both sitting there in a hammock, sort of casting sheep eyes at one another. Email, email. What's in the mail for today? Oh, just the usual bunch of crackpot letters. What's it say? What? Well, isn't that nice? <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I'm not sure if we have an email. Um, I, let's see if we've done this one before or not. <laughs> I'm not sure if we've done this one. It says... Um, uh, dear TSF host, I want to be a millionaire just like my dad. 
Well, I hope your dad's richer than mine was. (laughs) 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 Oh, but he says, my friend asked me, wow, so your dad's a millionaire? I told him no, but he always wanted to be. (laughs) Okay, I see around like that. I guess I do want to be a millionaire like my dad then, because he always wanted one too. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that's not much for email. We need to get people to send us email again because I don't think I have any more. Yeah, that was my very that was my last one in my in my email list. So send us your email, people. <laughs> we need more emails. Hopefully, a funny life story. Like that one might have been one. I don't know. It didn't have a name on it. Um, and if you want us to say your name, of course, write your name on them. We'll say your name. This is by far the greatest thing we've ever did yet. This gets worse as it goes along. But now it would be time for some final thoughts. I have some because it was just recently Mother's Day. I have some Mother's Day final thoughts. Smother's Day? <laughs> Smother's Day. for the Smother's Brothers? <laughs> Your mama's so strong, the rock calls her paper. <laughs> hey, paper mom. Well, you know, Hallmark cards are paper. Yeah. <laughs> when do fish from away and hide on Fridays? <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's fish fry. It goes out there. <laughs> well, it's well known throughout Europe that members of William Tell's family were avid bowlers. They had sponsors and everything. According to historians, the records have all been lost. So now, no no one knows for whom the Tell's bowled. Instead of whom the bell tolls. (laughs) That sounds like a bowling joke. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Your mama's so super, Wonder Woman had to change her name to Just Okay Lady. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, what kind of animal doesn't have a name? An anonymous. moose. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I wonder if Chris Moose knows animus. I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, people who use selfie sticks, they really need to have a good long look at themselves. <laughs> Your mama's so funny. Mona Lisa finally cracked a smile. (laughs) Cracked a smile. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, maybe Jill's feeling a little bit paranoid recently. 
look around. You're not the only one. <laughs> Your mother's so smart. She's the original speaker. Oh. <laughs> Meaning the Alexa device. Ah. <laughs> What happened when the Easter Bunny lost all his eggs? He was a basket case. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My egg dog. What kind of mistakes did the ghost make? A boo boo. Your mom is so great, Santa Claus wrote her name on the nice list. All right, that's the nicest thing I ever had anybody over to do for me. With a Sharpie. <laughs> with a Sharpie. <laughs> the nice list with a Sharpie. And that way it won't be erased. <laughs> uh, on a straight line. What do you get if you cross a dog and a bug? The butterfly. <laughs> Butterfly? Butterfly? Butterfly. <laughs> ah. uh, I used to have a job at a, as an ice cream taste tester, but I had to give it up. I just couldn't work Sundays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, how many meteorologists does it take to change a light bulb? Um, well, today, there's a 70% chance it will take one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with you with know the what, sunny, summer? <laughs> with sunniest skies, huh? And a chance of fog. <laughs> Might not need a light bulb if it's a sunny sky. <laughs> What did Summer say to Spring? Help! I'm gonna fall! (laughs) (laughs) Why do I winter my pants? Uh. (laughs) Well, getting older is just one more body part after another one saying, Ha! You think that's bad? Watch this. This might give away my snack item, but uh, um, um, what do gymnasts like to put on their popcorn? Somersaults. <laughs> okay. On my popcorn. Yeah. Next of the day. What do rabbits wear in the cafeteria? Hair nets. <laughs> well, I think I might could do one more, but they're a real short one. Be alert. 
The world needs more alerts. <laughs> That's only but a goodie. <laughs> I saw that a long time ago at the roller skating rink. I'm like, what does that mean? More alert. What's alert? <laughs> well, I used to do it all the time when we were in the army and we used to have alerts, you know. But we'd have the little drills to see how soon you can be battle ready and stuff. They called an alert. Alert, alert. Yeah. The world needs more alerts. You know. Be alert. Can't have too many alerts, I guess, huh? Yeah. Well, so is everyone all done with their thoughts? Yeah. My oh, man. I forgot about these here that I was going to do after the toilet spillage thing. I had some toilet ones. That's okay. Save them for another day. Yep. This is your show, yours to command, simply by writing. You can send us an email at tsf at Try with that, big boy. Yeah, well, then this becomes a time where we like to wrap things all up and say thanks. Listen, everybody, this is your host saying, signing off. We'll see you next week. Make sure you stop by uh, your favorite uh, podcast directory there's what we're looking for leave us a rating and review stop by our webpage that sounds funny.com send us an email leave us a comment let us know what you think about the show give us your own funny family stories send us in your own uh stuff to ask questions about we'd love to hear from you and we'll see you all next week bye-bye that sounds funny tsf at that sounds funny.com. That sounds funny.